0: Robin Hood and Little John walking through the forest, laughing back and forth at what the other one has to say. Reminiscing this and that and having such a good time. Oodle lolly, oodle lolly, golly, what a day. Oodle lolly, oodle lolly, golly, what a day.
1: Buenos. Bueno. Ah. Uh, Vámonos? Vámonos Bueno Uh,
2: Buenos Tarde I think
1: Buenos Tarde
2: Yeah Tardes Good
1: good late Mm. I don't know
2: I don't think Tarde Is the same thing Like tardy In English (laughs) I don't think Is the same as Tardes In Spanish Oh that's fair That's fair What is Tardes In Spanish What uh, What Is it even tardes? In Spanish? Oh, that's buenos tardes. They always say it so quickly, I can never really understand. Buenos tardes? Buenos tardes? You know? Mm, Yeah. I shouldn't try to put the accent on it, because that's probably... (laughs) 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 Makes it a little worse. probably no bueno when I put the accent on (laughs) it. Shoot. Uh, Hang on. I'm going to go grab a drink quick
1: and then we can clap. Okay. Clap for your getting a drink.
2: How many new instruments do you have? You, <laughs> well, <laughs> I, joi- I joined the call and you were playing an acoustic and then you were playing a recorder and now you're playing a
1: harmonica. So what happened was since we moved and I am unpacking things, I'm finding stuff. So I found my harmonica, which I think is in C? Uh, or G? G. Oh, perfect. That's <laughs> the same as mine. I found this, I think it's a pan flute. Deal? Ah, this is the <laughs> not very good at it. Um,
2: I disagree. I thought that was beautiful.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that. So yeah, I'm finding all the stuff that I forgot I had. So right now, only two new instruments to the show.
2: But a harmonica, so we can both harmonica the outro.
1: We can Harm... Man- harmonize. I-, har- I was gonna harm with you.
2: Um. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Is it possible to go up like that and not lift your eyebrows? I think we both lifted our eyebrows way up. I think. I think you're right.
1: Mm-hmm. No, you have
2: to. <laughs> yeah. I tried to like mm-hmm. lower my eyebrows and I I was pitchy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nah no, I can't, can't do it. <laughs> Quality content from the boys. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't even clapped yet. I know we need to clap. You want to count us down?
1: Uno, dos, tres. That was really bad. Sorry. I threw it all off. <laughs> it's Is okay. It clapping on Trace?
2: Oh, no. Right after Trace. Uno, Af- dose. Trace, pause,
1: clap. Okay. Uno, Dose. Trace. <laughs> so far off. <laughs> it's all
2: right. <laughs> it's been, how long do you think it's been since we've podcasted? Is it late April? Dang.
1: I don't know. I could be totally wrong. Uh,
2: late April?
1: It's been a long time. Yes, it's been quite a while. Your hair is much longer.
2: Yeah, I know. It's nearly down to my shoulders now. Are you going for hippie, Donnie? Uh, I'm going for, like, I, I don't really know. i was going for long hair, Donnie. You look distinguished. Thank you. Yeah, especially with the glasses. Oh, yeah. I got my blue light glasses on. Got the beard. So I, I recently had to buy a whole bunch of adult clothes. Because I've gotten a new job. What? Yeah, we'll talk about it. I have a, a a few things to talk about. But the adult clothes with the long hair, I think, is a good look. Like okay. a polo or yeah, like yeah. a nice button-up with the long hair and the glasses. Yeah. I should be able to go in and wow everybody. I've noticed your beard is much shorter.
1: Yeah, I am missing my beard again. I do this pretty much every year. But Is
2: it always in the summertime when it's hot?
1: No, actually, it's usually in the winter. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of backwards, but yeah. Um, I just what caused to, this? I just wanted to restart, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah,
2: was it too screwed up from the
1: the uh, the bad the experience? Bad,
2: the bad barber, the bad man.
1: Um, yeah. yeah, it was pretty bad, and like I, I tried to fix it the best I could, but like at that point, yeah, I just I tried to write it out, and I'm just like, I'm just gonna yeah. cut this and restart. So. So this is probably I think I did this a week and a half ago, maybe. Dang. So I think it's just like a little bit a little bit longer than mine now. Yeah. I didn't go like down to my baby face, but <laughs> when's the last time anyone has seen your chin? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh geez. Well, it would have been high school when I rocked the chin strap. Ooh. So is that a highlight of the chin? Highlights the... I guess it probably... Accenting the chin? Highlights the jaw more than the chin. It wasn't a good look. But it was in.
2: Do you think anybody ever really pulled off the chin
1: strap? I don't think so. I'm thinking of like maybe like someone with a very strong jawline.
2: Yeah. I think um, actually... Is it Luke Evans? Who plays uh, Captain America?
1: Chris Evans. Chris Evans, yeah.
2: In the movie Scott Pilgrim versus the World, I think he had a chin strap beard. And I think it wasn't too bad.
1: Yeah. But he
2: has the jawline of a a marble statue.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I would say only that works. (laughs) But not, not on... On Pudge. No. No. (laughs) But anyway, yeah, that was probably the last time my chin was semi-visible.
2: Do you think one day, like maybe when you and Allie have kids, you'll do like the shave the whole face when the baby's like two and
1: freak it out? I probably would. I don't know if she would let me, but (laughs) I would for sure.
2: I would. I just want to see my my child completely tra- traumatized, by,
1: <laughs> and by it, would, my, <laughs> it probably would get you out of like having to do things for the child for like a day or two while readjusting.
2: Oh, now. it would. Yeah.
1: So you got to play but that, that I can, smart.
2: I can't be around this baby right now. So that's right. It hates me. Too bad this coincides with a vacation that I had planned just for myself. <laughs> So tell me about this new house that you're in. I really dig it. It looks like an
1: old farmhouse. It is. It's it's. Uh, I think it was built in like 1908. Um, it was actually kind of cool because it was built as some, like the manufacturer, it was a kit house, so it came on a railroad car and then oh, cool. somebody put it together. But the manufacturer of the house was doing some like contest where if you could build two houses in one year, of the same thing, you got one of them free. So the okay. the guy who built this house actually built another house in the area. That's the exact same one. Um, wow. But obviously since then, um, the people were renting it from, when they bought it in 2015, totally, totally gutted it and remodeled it. But they did it to where they weren't expecting to rent it. So it's mm. like all nice, actual, like it's not builder quality stuff. It's like nice, like granite, countertops stuff like that so we got lucky again with uh, this place but um, I think it sits on two and a half acres Um, yeah the we got a technically a three car garage um, with a shop in it but the one car garage with the shop side there's a lady who lives on the property um, who her and her husband bought the property in 1950 I think Okay. Yeah, and so they raised their family here, um, ended up selling it to their kids. And when they sold it to one of their kids, they built, um, it's technically a mobile home, but it's like built on a foundation and like there's a nice sunroom on the front and stuff. They did it nice. Um, So she still lives on the property. She's 93, I think, 94. Um, And when our landlords bought the property, one of the conditions was, hey she can stay here until she passes because um her husband's already passed but um mm. so she's re- super nice though made us cookies the other night um, uh-huh. yeah real quiet i mean super super nice so we're in a good spot um we're so is her
2: is her place like close to yours her
1: yeah so um like if we go out our back door it's kind of hard to explain but we're we're sit, we sit on a corner, so we got a road on, you know, mm-hmm. kind of both sides. So our back door is parallel to one of the roads, Um, and so our garage is back there, and probably thirty to forty, probably forty feet from our back door. Her property or her um, home houses. She's not super close, but I mean, just she is close, but like, yeah. it doesn't feel like you're right on top of each other and. Since so she's in the back and our living room is on the front of the house. Like no issues. Yeah, really, really no issues. Um nice. but yeah, it's three bedroom. This is a one of the add-on rooms. Um it's like kind of like a sloped, almost like it looked like an attic room, but it's not really the attic. Because we have a walk-up mm-hmm. attic as well that could be finished. Okay. Um so super nice. The nice little patio area with a what's the the things called that don't have a roof but have the joists basically. Oh, a uh, pergola. Pergola. Yeah, we got one of those. I think. We're going to go with it. Yeah, um, I think it's pergola. And then, uh, <laughs> like our, the, our landlords, they used to have a ton of, pro- or a ton of rental properties and sold them all in the last four years, I think. And, so this is the last one they have, but they sold them all in order to buy all of the land around here. Um, because they don't want people building. Because they live probably a mile and a half down the road. And, gotcha. Uh, so they spent like $2.7 million. I looked it up on the Otter's website. Jeez. Yeah. $2.7 in just land, farmland. Wow. So they just lease it out to farmers. And so across the road is just, uh, I think right now, soybean field. And then across mm. the other road is uh, a sheep pasture. Because there's a sheep farm down the road from us. So you just hear sheep and like animals, and her, my wife's sister and her family live a half mile down the road as well. So perfect, yeah. It really, really worked out for us. We weren't, we weren't looking for a place; it just kind of happened upon it. As actually, my sister in law um, uh, is the one who had the connection, but we have thoroughly enjoyed it.
2: Every like Instagram post or text that you sent me of like a picture from sitting on your front porch. Like it just looks so perfect. Like, like as good as rural Ohio gets, like as beautiful and as peaceful. Yeah. Like I think one of the pictures, there was like a herd of sheep on the road, like walking across <laughs> <Yes>. the road.
1: <laughs> yeah. Cause I was telling my wife the other day, I realized um our neighbors don't have any, like they have fence posts up, but there's no fencing. Mm. And so like, they could easily just walk out, but they they don't. They did that one day, but that's the only day I've ever seen them actually walk across yeah. the road. But, um, yeah, yeah, dude. It, and the the amount of le- the wow can't talk the less noise, mm. um, the
2: the 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 amount of of quiet.
1: Yes, compared to our old house. Cause we lived right off of the state highway and yeah, get you get semi traffic. Oh, it was awful. Um, now we're those people. Like if we hear a car drive by, we're like looking out the window cause it's so weird. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So all been very good. Very, it's only, I don't know, maybe five minutes more longer of a drive for me for work. It's, mm-hmm. um, I think technically closer for Allie and could be wrong, but, um, yeah, dude, it's been muy I'm, bueno.
2: Muy bueno. I'm so stoked for you guys. Thank you. We're I'm so happy for you guys.
1: We're kind of hoping that, um, because they hinted, our landlords hinted at the fact like they might only have this place until our neighbor passes or moves. Mm. Um, and so we're kind of hoping that like we might get a step in to buy if we want to. Mm. Um, but we'll see. See when it comes. And I also forgot to tell you in that picture, you can probably see it behind our garage. There's an overhang where I can park my truck since my truck doesn't fit in the garage. So it's also covered.
2: Yeah. Sick. That'll be great for winter in Ohio. I'm very much looking forward to that. Not winter. Scraping. Yeah. Not having to scrape and all
1: that jazz. Yes. Yeah. I hate winter in Ohio. It hasn't been a bad summer here. Like, really. We've had maybe 2 or 3 2 or 3 weeks of like 90s. But other mm. than that, it's been 80s or like this week it's in the mid 70s.
2: I'm pretty sure this summer down here has been 8 years of 100 <laughs> degree heat.
1: <laughs> Climate change, baby.
2: <laughs> I think consistently for the past like at least month it's been in the 90s. Wow. Just about every day. And then a couple of days, like, dipping into the hundreds. But, you know, it's hot when I'm on the motorcycle going 60 and my contacts are drying out because yeah. the air
1: is so hot. Uh, uh. Yeah. That just, like, it it seems like permanent swamp butt weather.
2: Yeah. I just, I sweat constantly. Yeah. But I have been working out, like, pretty consistently, like, three days nice. a week. For The past few months, I don't know Thank if you. you can tell. I'll Look flex. At you. Is my arm filling up the whole screen? Yes, can you see me at all?
1: You got to cut a wrestling promo
2: <laughs> while you're doing that.
1: <laughs> Look at this, your brother.
2: <laughs> Whenever I make memes to promote the podcast, it's so hard not to just <laughs> exclusively do WWE stuff.
1: Nothing wrong with that. <laughs>
2: They just work so well for the stupidness of this podcast. But I've been working out and I have weights now, but they're in my back shed.
0: Mm.
2: And it is consistently like 10 to 15 degrees hotter in the shed than it is outside. So I'll walk out to the shed and start sweating just standing there. And then by the end of my workout, like sweat is like coming off of me at like a pace that is concerning. (laughs) Like the amount of water exiting my body at one time. I will say though, a good hard sweat like that though. Oh, it's great. Yeah. It's so good. It does feel great. I feel fantastic every time I'm done working man.
1: out. Good for you, man.
2: Yeah. But uh because of that, like that I'm because I'm sweating so much more, I think I'm getting a little bit more comfortable mm. with just the overall heat down You're here. Like evolving. I still sweat all the time. I, it just doesn't bother me anymore. Yeah. Like I'm just sweaty.
1: <laughs> I'm the sweaty guy.
2: <laughs> definitely yeah,
1: no I, I feel that that's awesome though so what you guys been up to
2: let's see I have a list of things that I wanted to I actually wrote stuff down because I, I forget stuff that is against
1: yeah. podcast etiquette
2: I'm sorry Um, so my stuff Uh, I guess since we have podcasted Emily and I went on a vacation with Mandy and Corey, her sister and brother-in-law. Yeah, yeah. And my sister-in-law and Corey is no relation to me. brother Um Is he my brother-in-law? Yeah. Is he? If yeah. Mandy's my sister-in-law? Yeah. Oh. Well then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it was me, my brother-in-law, and my sister-in-law. Me and Emily, brother-in-law and sister-in-law. Her parents and her grandparents. All in a big beach house. Mm-hmm. And We had a pool and it looked over like this little bay that led to the ocean and people would be driving boats in and out of all the time. And then it was like, we walked across the street through a row of houses and then there was the ocean right there. Nice. So that was, that was pretty nice. But at the end of the vacation, because I was in the pool like every day, just max chillaxing, like I'd get the floaties and I would just float. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like that was my jam. And at the beginning of the week, I was like, this is awesome. I love this so much. And then by the end of the week, I was like, I am, I think I've had my fill of this. I just remember like the very last day I was floating. I was floating around and I was like, this has been enough. I'm ready <laughs> I'm to go do something. <laughs> I, I am done. <laughs> just get out of the pool <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and walk out of Florida.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> also, Florida sucks. I hate Florida. Florida I think of the states that I've been to Florida is my by far my least favorite state. Same. It's the worst in every 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 way
1: possible. <laughs> 100% agree.
2: <laughs> but I will say Emily and I one of the days we went for a walk on the beach for like an hour and like watched the sunset watched it slip below the the water which was cool cuz I'd never been I've never been on that side of Florida.
0: Mm-hmm
2: and like we had a really great talk just about life and like where we're at and stuff and it was a it was a really cool thing that moment alone just like that time with my wife made it made it worth it for sure that and i bought a captain's hat so, so yeah you know those two things
1: <laughs> exclusively <laughs> just those two things
2: <laughs> yeah um other than the vacation i just got a new job
1: yeah, you I dropped am, a bombshell suddenly beginning of this.
2: Subtly dropped that bomb. I didn't even know. It, like, just happened. Okay. Like, this past, actually, was it Monday? Yeah, Monday of this week. So, two days ago, like, I signed the contract and Okay, accepted. But leaving audio. Okay. G- going into the corporate world, which is why I had to buy big boy clothes. i uh, I've been there
1: working for the man
2: working for the man every night and day (laughs) um so what my role is it's at a cabinet company that does like high-end cabinets I am an order generator estimator okay so I'm not fully sure what I'm going to be doing yet
1: going to the family business kind of right
2: I know again my dad's an estimator I won't be really be doing like Heavy math, like he does, like mm-hmm. he does like he looks at blueprints and like figures out a materials list, and then like call, calls different subcontractors and gets prices from them. So he's doing like heavy estimating. yeah. The estimating I'm doing is what what I think the what I'll be doing in this job is, as far as I know, is I'll be looking at blueprints of cabinets, translating that into CAD. Okay, And then from CAD, exporting that into their estimation software, and it should estimate everything for me.
1: Okay. So you're the middleman.
2: man. The, yeah, essentially. Yeah. And they said, basically, you're just playing with Legos all day on the computer. Doesn't sound bad. But why I don't know exactly what this job is... Right. <laughs> <laughs> ...is because I'm dumb, one. But... Like, the job description was, like, more detailed than what I know yet. Okay. But they hire based off of personality and not experience. So, I know somebody somebody from my church works there, and she was like, hey, you should apply to this job, because I was just telling her about how crappy audiobook stuff has been lately. And I went in for the interview, and I guess I deceived them enough. I bamboozled them enough to think that I'm a... (laughs) A fun person. (laughs) But they did like my experience with like woodworking and stuff. And I did I did drop like, oh my dad's an estimator. So they're like, oh really? So you know I was like, my dad's an estimator. They're like, oh really? So you know? And I was like, Yeah. (laughs)
1: It's in my blood. (laughs)
2: <laughs> he passed it down it's right. in there somewhere it just needs <laughs> yeah.
1: to be let out tell him stories about oh yeah when I was a kid my dad would take yeah. me with him yep. And- yep.
2: <laughs> I'd look at those blueprints I'd look at them <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome though
2: yeah I'm when- excited I, I start on the 22nd they seem super cool it seems like there's tons of growth opportunity within the company. Their current CEO started in the warehouse. Oh, and nice! Worked his way up to CEO. Nice. Which is, yeah, that's so, really great to hear.
1: It's also nice knowing that the person in charge knows what you guys are actually doing. In like, you right? Know, um, He's been there. Yeah, yeah. That's that's and it's nice.
2: And my boss started as an installer and is now like head of the estimators. Nice. So we'll see how how it's like in the corporate world. Welcome. Yeah. In my interview I called it like corporate. I yeah. mentioned how it felt very corporate and they laughed at me. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like no, you don't understand though. I've worked from a bedroom for 5 years. <laughs> <laughs>
2: There's a picture of a butt behind me on the wall. <laughs> The fact that you guys are wearing pants makes this extremely corporate. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> oh man. No, that's awesome. Good for you. Good for you. Thanks, man. Yeah.
2: On a side note, you know what I'm done with? What? There's two restaurants that I am completely done with. It's completely we're off job stuff now. Okay. But Emily and I went to Buffalo Wild Wings yesterday uh, for lunch. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done with that. Yeah. What what was your horror story? So, like the past couple times I've went, I've just noticed like the quality of the wings, like the meat, is just like, eh. Yeah. You know? It's, it's like, I think the perfect descriptor word is eh. Yes. And this time when we went, normally I get either the honey barbecue or the Asian zing. And Emily got honey barbecue and... I was, I thought I was not allowed to get honey barbecue because she got honey barbecue and she likes to like share with me. Okay. Like I get something different. I I heard her wrong, but I was like, oh, I'll just get honey barbecue. She's like, no, you can't because I'm getting that. And then she said, oh, it's okay if you do. But I didn't hear her say that. Oh. Um, so I ordered Asian zing and they were out of Asian zing. So I just went one down on the list and I got spicy garlic. It was disgusting. It was like so vinegary that I could hardly even eat it. But I choked down like half my wings. And like the fries, I think every… Looking back on my experience with Buffalo Wild Wings, the fries, every single time I've gotten them, have been like a one heat tick above cold. Mm. Like they've been sitting on the counter for a little bit. Like the fries are done like 10 minutes before the wings are done. Oh, and they're just crazy. waiting in a basket. So… I'm, I'm done. Also, it's so expensive. It's ridiculously
1: expensive for crappy food.
2: Yeah. I think you're paying for the heavy quotations experience.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right.
2: We're giving you 50 TVs. The least you can do is pay 20 bucks for right? six wings. Seriously. No,
1: I 100% agree. You guys don't have any roosters down there, do you? Uh, I don't think so. Say so that's the best. It's a I think it's a Columbus based company, but that is the best alternative around here anyway, Rooster. Is that
2: like th- this similar vibe? To- similar, yeah,
1: sports bar, but like the the wings like are I mean, you know, you got your little Buffalo Wild Wing, you know, little yeah. little guy. Like the yeah. wings are actually like I, I eat uh in order of, I think, 10. I think they do 10 wings, 12. Anyway, I have a hard time finishing them. Mm. It's so much. Do you do the bone-in? Bone-in. I'm a bone-in guy. Mm,
2: I'm a bone-less. I like that crunch.
1: You get the crunch, but the... Anyway.
2: If you eat the bone, I guess.
1: No, dude. They're fried.
2: Oh, they fry their bone-in wings? Yeah. Really?
1: Yeah. Hmm. I think it's just like chewy or stretchy skin
2: no I'm talking (laughs) like a deep fried like crunch
1: I I understand I understand the appeal of the boneless
2: yeah plus I just feel like I'm getting more bang for my buck because I can't eat the bone
1: yeah it's more meat more more meat percent yeah yeah how about that value we're finance guys yeah we're corporate corporate we're both corporate
2: Big business, numbers, graphs, (laughs) merging, synergy, pants, pants, teamwork, (laughs) circling back. (laughs) That's my favorite. (laughs) That's my favorite one. (laughs) I should, I should before I start. Just like look up absolutely all of those terms that I can. (laughs) Just have like a cheat sheet and try to, within my first day, hit every single one like a bingo game. Please do. But I'll always do it like in face-to-face communication. (laughs) Never like in an email. (laughs) Also, I'm done with Texas Roadhouse. Really? Inferior steak. Oh, I do pork chops there. Oh hmm I haven't done pork shops there ever. They dude change your life. Hmm. It might I've been just so disappointed with Texas Roadhouse. I've actually so I've actually never gotten their steak, so it's terrible.
0: Yeah.
2: Honestly, it's terrible. At least like I've never gotten the filet mignon, but mm-hmm. I don't want to go to Texas Roadhouse and get that because that just feels fair. Yeah. Yeah. But I just get like the Eight or six ounce ribeye, and it's always cut like four inches thick. Yeah, and is just chewy. Oh mm, yeah, chewy is all get out. And like the flavor's not really there. Like I, I season my steak way better. Not to, I'm not bragging about my steak seasoning seasoning abilities, but they don't know how to properly season a steak over there at Texas Roadhouse.
1: Yeah, huh? put them on blast, man. Yeah. Well, if you ever give them a second chance, go with the pork chop, cowboy pork, pork chops. chops. Yeah, you, get, you can get to. a single or a double. I always get double,
2: but okay. Hmm, I'll have to do that. We have a friend. Um, we've been hanging out with this couple, and he has just found out that he might not be allergic to peanuts when he thought that he was. He just had some allergy testing done, but he's been allergic to nuts like his whole life. And he might just be allergic to almonds now. Oh. And he, in the past, like he's never set foot in a Texas roadhouse because they have the big barrels of peanuts. Could kill him. And I've never noticed it, but apparently there's like a warning sign that they have up that like there's nut dust in here. You got to watch out.
1: <laughs> so he's never been able to go in. <laughs> i never, never heard it called nut dust. <laughs> <laughs> what, what else is it? It's Tell me what else it is. <laughs> Peanut dust? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I guess,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to be concise. Fair. There's nut dust in the air. <laughs> this gentleman cannot breathe it because it could kill him. Yes. But now, potentially he might be able to set foot in there. He overcame. So, we. he did. He persevered. He pushed through. But now, we want to, if he is not allergic to peanuts, he's going to like do like, I don't know what he's going to do. He's going back to the allergy doctor, your nose, and throat guy to see like, am I actually not allergic to peanuts? What can I do to see safely test? Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: And if he's not, then we're gonna take him to Texas Roadhouse so he can get that that full full Texas Roadhouse experience.
1: You can tell him it's his birthday, so that way they come and do the saddle thing.
2: What's the saddle? I've never been there for somebody's birthday.
1: Oh, next time you go, you should just tell somebody that it's somebody's birthday. I don't want to spoil it for you. There's a I saddle like involved. Would, don't tell him it's never. your birthday. Somebody else. I would. I would
2: never do it, even with somebody in my group. No, I would never. You just got to do it. Because I don't don't want to have it to me. Yeah, no. What is it? It would be my hell. Do they put you on a saddle and sing to you? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Do they put a saddle on you? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I put a saddle on you. No, they bring this little saddle thing out and you get on it and you got a cowboy hat and they do the whole song deal.
2: Uh, That's about it. They... They hoist you on the saddle like it's your bar
1: mitzvah? Yes, and they up and down. <laughs> wow. Like your buck and bronco. I see. I hate that. Yeah, me too. That's actually I, a pet peeve of mine. What? the
2: That specifically or like the happy birthday things at restaurants?
1: The happy birthday things at restaurants. Yeah. Actually, the last time we were at a Texas Roadhouse, Allie and I were talking about if we were to open our... Dream restaurant? What would it entail? Mm. Oh, that's and a great that,
2: question to ask your spouse.
1: That was one of the specifics: was no restaurant or no birthday celebrations. Yes, and it was all. It would be all <clears throat> um, by. Uh, I don't want to say appointment, but reservation. Ah, groups of four or less. Okay. There, we would have one room. Separate in the back that you could have large parties in, mm. but it was only one party at a time. Again, this Makes is sense. this isn't necessarily like a money making idea. It's more just of what would your right, ideal right, right. restaurant be?
2: Right. I would even go so far to say: is if you mention that it's your birthday, an extra ten dollars is added to your bill—a mm. birthday fee.
1: Yes. Yeah. Actually, and. Within that, the large party room, everything costs more,
2: Uh, as it should. Honestly, yeah, Yeah. because it's harder on the wait staff. Mm -hmm. It's like an extra thing that they have to do. You're always more loud and raucousy. Right. That makes total sense.
1: I mean, business plan idea, like business plan wise, we'd probably be out of business in a year. But um, that would be the ideal.
2: If you could get introverts to come.
1: Yes. You'd be set. That would be our market.
2: For sure. What's on the menu?
1: Um, we did talk about it. I don't remember what we said, though. I don't even know what I would want because like, I like a range of food. Mm-hmm. And to have a half-decent restaurant, I feel like it needs to be more specialized. Like the yeah. bigger the menu at a restaurant, the more wary I am of it.
2: Unless it's, um, oh, what's that place? Cheesecake Factory.
1: Oh yeah, Cheesecake Factory is solid.
2: They have um, such a huge menu, but everything's a everything's a hit. Yeah, I think either you need to do something specific and small, like an Italian restaurant does Italian food, mm-hmm. like a Greek restaurant doing Greek food, or like one thing. Yeah, like you just do hoagies, and that's it. Yeah. But like high-end, fancy hoagies. (laughs) High-end, fancy
1: hoagies.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We're talking like artisan bread. Okay. Baked in-house. Good start. Meat, locally sourced meat and vegetables.
1: Yeah.
2: That's really all I can think of to make it (laughs) high-end, but... Just that alone. Oh, like the cheese is sourced from local cheese farms. I don't know where cheese comes from. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a cow! <laughs> <laughs> a cheese farm.
0: <laughs> I just totally spaced. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this picture like <laughs> wheels of cheese in a field, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> cheese farm.
2: <laughs> we got to get these cheeses covered before the frost hits. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. So, we actually have listener mail. What? So, I'm going to blow your mind right now. Okay. Is it so a Phoecian? We have email from Carol. Hi, Carol. Good friend of the pod, Carol. We'll get to hers first.
1: As she so rightly deserves.
2: Yes, she gets chop spot. But we do have an email from a Fahitian. What? We do. Somebody from Fiji emailed into the podcast and I talked to him for a little bit back and forth.
1: I am so excited. So, I, listeners, I did not know this. This is I have not told you this
2: to this happened months ago. When did she write? May May 19th. Wow. And it's May. Yeah, so 3 months ago. That's how long it's been since we podcasted. Because yeah. she, she actually, she she emailed in right after the last episode.
1: Wow.
2: So the the Fahitian nice lady mailed in. Um, also, the last night I was telling Emily that I was going to be podcasting with you and that we had this email. Mm-hmm. And I completely spaced on Fiji being the name of the country. And I kept saying Fahiti, <laughs> which is not correct. <laughs> But we'll get to Carol's pod question first. She said, I was listening to an Enneagram podcast the other day and found myself wondering if you two have done it. Are you familiar with the Enneagram? What are your numbers? And if you know Allie and Emily's, do you know the Enneagram stuff?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I know I've, I haven't done it for myself. Um, I did a lot of different personality stuff when I was on staff at the church, but never of the Enneagram. Um. So for for the listeners,
2: Enneagram is a number thing. So you take a personality test and it gives you a number and each number correlates with your personality and like you can you are a set number and then you stress to a different number and there's different and you you can be like a something wing something. I don't know. I really don't follow it too much. I just know that I'm a nine, which is a peacekeeper. Okay. Like I want everybody to be happy and nines are social chameleons. So like I can get along with pretty much any group that you drop me into or any person that I'm talking to, I can get along with.
1: That's fair. I feel like that's accurate for you. Yeah. I feel like you'd <clears throat> probably be a nine. I bet. I'm probably. I <laughs> I'm also very stubborn. Like and by that mm-hmm. I mean, not stubborn with people, but like stubborn with things like this. Like, well, you know, like if people tell me how good like a song is or an artist is or a movie, oh. I won't watch, I won't listen to it, I won't watch it until I I let myself. It, it's really annoying. Of yeah, so no, I'm this, I'm the same exact way. But I'm also that way with these personality assessments. I don't mm-hmm. like things telling me who I am,
2: yeah, or how I will. I react. completely agree. I completely agree. I know that I'm a nine because I've taken the test.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I think Emily's a one. Maybe she's a seven, but I really don't know, and I really don't know what any of the n- other numbers mean. <laughs> I barely know what
1: nine means. <laughs> I know Ali's told me what she is, but I yeah, I do not know. It's just what I don't like is
2: people and I've seen it, like people saying like, oh, I'm a three, so that's why I did this, and that's why I am like this. And Using it as I a scapegoat? Don't, yeah. Yeah. And like, people are so complex. Like, I am, I fully identify with a nine. Like, every time I've taken the test, I've taken it like four times, I've gotten like 98% nine. Like, almost mm-hmm. as most nine as you can be. But some days, or just depending on the instance, I can be this or this. I can be a 3 or 4 or 5. I'm not okay. in the box of
1: 9. Yeah. Well, I know I like when I was working at the church, um <clears throat> I would be two two different things depending on if I was working like or if I was at the church mm-hmm. or if I'm at home. Yeah. Because like I had like I adapt to whatever I need to be. I might not be very happy. Like Mm -hmm. I I wasn't happy with most of the time, most of the time having to do the things like that required me to change for the church. But um, yeah, I don't know. And I'm sure that's normal to an extent, like your social situations you're going to adapt to, but right. um, I don't know. I don't know if that really answers Carol's question.
2: Yeah. I'm not sure.
1: I guess I don't.
2: Overall would be no. <laughs> <laughs> We're not super into it.
1: Yeah. I Don't bet Carol's I an
2: eight. I bet Carol's an eight. Carol, write us back in. I'm guessing that you're an eight.
1: I'm going to guess a four.
2: Budge's mm. <laughs> look of confidence after a four <laughs> when he doesn't know what it is.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. No idea.
2: But I'm going with four. I think... I think Carol's an eight or a one maybe because one like I think ones because Emily's a the one they're like very organized and like list people.
1: Okay. Yeah. I can see like that. very
2: action action oriented. Mm-hmm. But eights are just very like um, what's typically eights are big personalities I think and authoritative and that's how I see Carol. Carol like she'll walk in a room and just dominate it. She demands respect. She demands respect. I remember one time she physically fist fought me over grammar. I was not using a, a comma properly, and I think I was just in my tweets. Mm, mm, mm. And she came in and physically fist fought me.
1: Started with an open handed slap. Yep. Yeah.
2: Yep. Yep.
1: Oh, that sounds like Carol.
2: Love Carol. Carol's the best. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fahitian? Do you want to get to the Fahitian listener yes. mail? So technically, not to burst your bubble, not a full Fahitian, not a full-fledged Fahitian. She's an expat, which do you know what an expat is? Nope. I had to look it up, and I did at the time, but now I forget. Let me see if I can I can remember. An expat, I think, this is without me looking it up, is somebody that used to live in the United States or a country, and now lives in another country, and is
1: is that like expatriate? Maybe
2: I don't know. I'm gonna hang on. I gotta look it up. I gotta I gotta look up the spelling. Okay. <clears throat> I just don't want to. It is. It does stand for expatriate. Is a person who resides outside their native country. Okay. So it's people that are living in a different country than the country they were born in, but are not a resident of that new country that they're living in.
1: Okay.
2: So she used to live in California. Now she lives in Fiji. Um, I'll just read our whole email exchange. It wasn't very long. Okay. And then you can, give, you can give your thoughts as we go through or at the end. Um, and I'm sorry in advance to this wonderful listener. I'm going to completely butcher your name, I'm sure. Uh, Adrian... A d r i, e n n e, Adrian.
1: Adrian, no, Adrian. Yeah, I, w- I would probably go with that.
2: Okay, listen, Adrian. <laughs> you listen to the podcast. You know how dumb we are. I hope <laughs> that's that
1: you, very true.
2: I, I hope that you can come with a with an open heart to, to <laughs> us mispronouncing your name. <laughs> But she wrote in on May 14th, she wrote in. She said, hi, my name is Adrian. I'm an American expat here and came across your podcast. Not sure if you still want to talk to people out here, but if you do message me, been enjoying your friend's talks. Anyhow, take care and visit sometime. I said, hey, Adrian, thanks for writing in. I don't know if you could tell by listening, but we both know nothing about Fiji. (laughs) What drew you there? What do you like about it? (coughs) Pretty sure it's tropical. A t- it is. It's very tropical. She actually, in one of her emails, she sent a whole bunch of pictures and it is just like, it oh, looks wow. like a tropical paradise. Okay. So I'll have to forward you some of those pictures.
1: Yeah.
2: But she said, the slow pace, the tropical beauty, people are friendly. She said, of course, there is a difference between vacationing and living here, which I've always wondered about. Like, you know, you go on those cruises to the Bahamas and stuff, Mm -hmm. and I I really do wonder what it's like living there versus just vacationing there. But she says, overall, I like it here. I do miss some of the luxuries that we take for granted, especially being from SoCal, where you have pretty much everything, anything and everything. But the cost of living is so crazy now, and I just got fed up with the rat race, which I can totally understand that. Yeah. It is ridiculous to live in Southern California right now. Uh, currently, I'm working remotely because I'm living off mostly savings. Um, oh, currently, I'm looking for work remotely. Oh, So yeah. she's looking to work remotely because she's living off savings. Um, <laughs> she says, I recommend coming out here for two weeks for some R&R. Um, she says... She thinks that we're located on the East Coast because we talked about that. We basically are. Yeah. So we'd probably be inclined to go to the Caribbean. Um, But she would recommend the South Pacific because there's lots of islands.
1: Hmm.
2: I've always wanted to go to the South Pacific, actually. Like, one, it's like a lot of history there with World War II. There is a big theater down there. And it just seems like a really, really beautiful place
1: to go visit.
2: Been to Hawaii. Um,
1: Pacific, I don't know how South Pacific Hawaii is.
2: It's Pacific for sure. It is beautiful. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then the next, her next email is just a whole bunch of pics, and they're just like beautiful tropical pics. Um, Clear, clear, clear water, too. Man. And I told her we'd give her a shout out in the next episode. Heck yeah and she said cool sounds good you guys take care
1: and it sounds like we need to do a live show in Fiji it sounds like we do we
2: we have at least one person that would show yeah.
1: up and i feel like they can make a flyer and yes. pass it around and you know shoot for three or four
2: how big three or four episodes or three or four people people oh yeah i think that's fair that's shooting pretty high i think actually yeah. but how how Without knowing anything about it, how many people do you think live on the island of Fiji? Let's let's take a guess here.
1: Uh, just totally guessing, I would say... 20,000.
2: 20, 20,000? Oh, dang. I was going to say 10. So yeah. we're right around there.
1: Look at I
2: this. bet of those... Let's split the difference at 15.
1: We'll say 15,000. That's our final answer.
2: Of those 15,000 people, I bet we could get... One thousand to 1, show up 000? for a lot for a live podcast. Stuff.
1: Yep. Okay. Yeah. You think it was, what, would... what would, would we charge? Um, I think free with a tip jar. Tip jar. Hopefully, make our money back on flights. Can't yeah. be cheap.
2: It, it. Yeah. It probably isn't. Do you think we could maybe boat out there? No, that's a that's a good option. Honestly, another dream of mine. Just an old steam freighter ship. I want to steam. Go across the like Titanic style without the sinking. Go across the ocean in like an old timey boat like that. Pacific or Atlantic? Uh
1: hmm. or circumnavigate. Oh, you know
2: what's a fun word is circumnavigate. <laughs> 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 you just gave me a face. <laughs> but you said it and I by, like my my brain perked up at circumnavigate. Yeah. That's just a, that's such a fun word. Um yes, I definitely want to circumnavigate the globe in an old old ship.
1: I went on a YouTube hole recently of yeah. watching guys in sailboats doing okay. like solo trips. Like one guy went from LA to Hawaii. Yeah. And that would be so much fun, but I would be miserably sick. Oh yeah, because you get seasick. Awful. I, I'm, sure it'd be, I'm sure it'd be
2: terrible in a little sailboat too. Oh
1: man, like I, I, I think I told you the story when we were on vacation last year and we did the fishing charter. And, yeah. And I went down to the bathroom, and that was <laughs> oh, dude. I, oh. <laughs> like, I seriously, I could not tell like how the boat was listing because everything just felt like it was like my head just started spinning immediately when I closed the door. Jeez. Yeah. Awful. That's terrible. Yeah. Did I tell you... uh, Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, but like doing a sailboat across like to Hawaii or to like Europe would be so much fun.
2: Mm. I don't know if I'd like it. I think it'd be pretty terrifying
1: oh yeah I mean being out there just known open water yeah that
2: would be it yeah actually I, I would like that I like that danger yeah I think I would like that as scary as it would be although I was swimming in the ocean on this vacation I, I don't think I like swimming in the ocean no I don't like I don't like not knowing what's beneath me and I've watched like too many of those like Deep, deep, deep sea creature videos now. Yeah, of like all the weird ones. How how deep do you go in the ocean? So th- we were in the Gulf, and the water was ridiculously clear. Mm-hmm. Like I could see for like a few feet beneath me after I was treading water already.
1: Oh, I can't. I don't. I don't like getting that far out in the ocean.
2: Yeah, like so my- I was that good. I was that far out and just like swimming swimming. I just like, I started, like I got into the ocean and I just started swimming and then Emily started yelling at me and I turned around and I was just like, I'm just going to go till I see land again. And I just headed back out. (laughs) But I got to a point, like I was, I was just going to go out for like way, way, way far out just because I wanted to see how far out I could go. But I got to a point where like I looked down, I was treading and I could see the bottom, like feet, tons of feet beneath me. And was just swimming and I saw a big thing of seaweed at the bottom and I didn't know what it was for a second and it <laughs> terrified me. So nope, I noped you. it right, noped <laughs> it right back to the right back to the beach.
1: Yeah, no, I I'm the same way. I don't like I don't like swimming swimming in the ocean. When I like go to the beach, I like getting in basically waist deep, mm-hmm. and sometimes I like stand on my knees and let the waves hit me. Oh yeah, that's all I want. Yeah, unless I'm in like. The Caribbean, then I'll go snorkeling. Yeah. But, yeah. I I would
2: like to do snorkeling. The problem with, like, swimming is when my head's above water, I can't—I don't know what's beneath me.
1: Yeah.
2: If I was snorkeling, I could at least see. As long as I can see what it is that's coming at me, then it's fine. Like, if I saw a shark coming at me, I'd be way less terrified of feeling a
1: shark beneath me. I have— Like,
2: bump my foot.
1: I think it's called— that that's a lobia maybe maybe that's my mm. called it's a thread on reddit but it's basically the fear of like things in the water oh. um like like uh shipwrecks or things that like are man-made in the water mm. I'm, I'm not a fan why not they just shouldn't be there i don't know i don't know what mm. it is um or like uh uh like with a pier yeah seeing the pier post just going really? down into the water you don't like that
2: i'm not a fan no that's interesting i love that sort of stuff
1: oh no thanks um and so like this reddit thread just people post like pictures of things that are like that mm-hmm. um so i'm i'm trying what is it called where you just face like your phobia
2: yeah. Um, exposure therapy.
1: Exposure therapy. S- subtly, just by looking at all these pictures. And, like, I do, like, I get gotcha. a little sweaty.
2: Really? Yeah. Dang. Hmm. I'll we'll have it. to.
1: We'll like, have to
2: go on, like, a scuba trip sometime and, like, go down to a, a shipwreck. No. no. Exposure therapy.
1: <laughs> Maybe. Maybe not while I'm scuba diving. <laughs> <laughs> I also saw a video recently of a, a girl, like they were scuba diving in a group and she just started freaking out because she lost her um, uh, respirator. Yeah. And like got knocked out of her mouth. And so she's like freaking out. And of course you got weights that keep you at the level. Mm-hmm. And so like the people swim over to her and they're trying to put it back in her mouth. And like, you see like her eyes are open, but she's just like freaking out and will not, not put it back in her mouth. And, uh so like they have to take her weights off and basically take her up as quick as she can without getting... What's it called? The bends? Is that what?
2: Yeah, the bends.
1: Yeah. But <coughs> that would be freaking... Or like cave diving. Watching videos of people yeah. diving in go cave. Don't want to
2: go, I don't wanna go t- cave diving at all.
1: Yeah. I don't want to go in a cave at all. Mammoth cave I would do because it's big. But like... Yeah. Those where like you can't like move your shoulders or anything. Nothings. Yeah. Nope. I have
2: done something similar to that like exploring caves where like I'm crawling through like little like tiny passageways to get to the next section you Mm -hmm. know and it's been okay doing it personally but watching other people do it I get so panicky like to watch a video of like somebody like crawling through and like they can barely move
1: no thanks
2: Mm. and then I think you know what
1: I like how there's just Tons and tons of earth above me. Yeah. And like it shifts and just, you did. dead.
2: See, that's what I'm not worried about is a quick death like that. Like if it just shifts and crushes me, it's just over. Boom.
1: But what if it just crushes you enough to where you slowly suffocate?
2: Oh, and I have to like 127 hours myself out of there? Yeah. Hack my arm off with a pocket knife? hmm mm. Or just die. Or just die. What would suck is to be in there alone and be unable to move and then just have like cave creatures come and like mm. eat away at my body.
1: And you're still like alive?
2: Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and I'm, un- I'm un- un- unable to do anything because I'm trapped.
1: And like if your light went out and you literally can't. Like, oh, can you imagine what your mind would do?
2: Oh, man. Is that the worst death? Probably, yeah. Like to be trapped in a cave with no light. That would probably be the worst. And not being able to move. And not being able to move. The combo of all that and like everything you hear or think you see because I'm sure like I've been in caves where it's like so dark you can't even see your hand in front of your face. Yeah. And like if you just stare enough like your eyes display tricks where like you think you see light but it's just your eyes being your eyes. Right. You know? Yep. There'd be stuff like that happening out the wazoo. Especially and the noises.
1: If, if for whatever reason your hands were pinned. Oh. And like you're literally just. Yeah. Oh, oh man. You can't do
2: anything. Probably, yeah. I think we've discovered. The worst death? One of the worst deaths, probably. Yeah. I think the most psychologically tortureful. Yes. Tortur- torturous death.
1: Yeah. Maybe not necessarily that. the most painful, but. Yeah. Psychologically.
2: it would take a long time. Like if you were just there dying of essentially starvation, mm-hmm. that would take a while. Like how long does it take to, for somebody to die from starvation?
1: I have no idea. I think it
2: depends. A week? A week? Oh no! Jesus was in the in the desert for forty days. He had water though.
1: Yeah, I think that's what it would kill you first. It'd be dehydration.
2: Dehydration. I think dehydration is like a week,
1: yeah. if I remember right. So
2: you'd be dead in a week you would br- probably be hallucinating after like 24 hours. Yeah. I assume my feeble mind would break down
1: pretty oh, I quickly. Would. I would. Oh, man. Yeah. You know
2: what else I don't like is the thought of being an animal and not being able to touch every part of my body. Like as a human, if there's something on my back, I can touch it. I can get it off, you know? Mm-hmm. Or I can do something to get it off. But a hippo, if there's something on a hippo's back… Like, it can roll over, I guess. But if it has, like, a stick, like, in its back, like, sticking it. Just screwed. Yeah. I hate that thought.
1: That's fair. I never thought about that.
2: I'm so thankful to be as dexterous as I am. <laughs> That's fair. Ugh. You want to wrap this
1: bird up? Yeah, I think my dinner is ready. What are you having? Um, It's chicken... Parm casserole or something. Ooh. Parmesan chicken casserole. Oh. My wife did a big like freezer party, freezer meal thing. Nice. um, Recently. So we have a bunch of these freezer style meals that we're working through. Nice. We
2: have been doing, we canceled the subscription or paused it until I got this job. But we, for like the past few months, have been doing HelloFresh.
1: Yeah. Oh man, it's good. That's what we used to be doing was a meal kit, but. Yeah.
2: We have like 50 recipes now.
1: Yeah, exactly. From yeah. A meal kit. So you just save them and then, yeah. They're nice.
2: It is convenient. Like everything is just there. Yes. But yeah. But now we have enough recipes that we can just make it ourselves. It's in G, correct? That harmonica?
1: Mm-hmm. Let's see here. G.
2: <laughs> yes. well thank you so much for listening to the podcast we really appreciate it and thank you Adrian for writing in that's huge that's huge really can't thank you enough anybody else from Fiji from Fiji that wants to write in we'd love to hear from you or if you're not from Fiji if you're from America or England or Poland or Germany or the Middle East Australia, love to get an Australian writing in, mate. Yeah, thanks for listening. Don't know when we'll upload again. Maybe soon, maybe not. Maybe it'll be another three months, but if we get enough response, maybe you can convince us to write us in. But thanks for listening. We love you. Budge is going to go. Harmonica and also what is that thing? Piccolo? Um, Panflute? Panflute i is just going to go pan flute and harmonica at the same time and I'll join in on my harmonica. You two, Noel. Well. <laughs> a, a little, very small pizza. Like it. a little phrase of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> Dude, it was really nice to talk to you.
1: Yeah, it was. We shouldn't wait this long to catch up again. Life just got.
0: Oodle lolly, oodle lolly, golly, what a day